This is just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know But it's obvious if the audience listening, we, we never write this out. Hey, what up, what up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great podcast for you guys today. My special guest today is Lou Fuki and Divine Providence. Yes. Uh, we get a chance to sit down. Actually, we did this a little bit cool. We actually had brunch. We had brunch on a lovely Saturday afternoon. We got a chance to sit. I sat down across from Lou and Tazine of Lufuki and Divine Providence and as we broke bread literally and figuratively we got a chance to um talk about some of the things that um that they're working on their latest project uh called Inner Horizons some of the songs from that also some of the inner workings that comes in connection to uh music a little bit about process we really get into it into this um podcast um a lot of information and those who are new to Lufuki and Divine Providence let me tell you something about Divine Providence Divine Providence is a collection of jazz and classical musicians formed by guitarist band leader Lufuki who felt the need to connect hearts through sound for challenging and an uncertain time uh, to promote solidarity freedom and social action now that's a mouthful but I know a jam when I hear a jam and I know something a soul in music when you hear music and that's really what we got into it that's um, that is a great mission statement but um, you can't fake funk you can't fake you can't fake that uh, one of the things that allured me to it because I felt the presence with their hey, well I'm getting too ahead of myself I sit down with Lou and I sit down with Zine and we talk about all of that but before we jump into this excellent excellent podcast we gotta pay some bills man um before we do that i want to thank all the people who went to the home very thing revolving around just talk with sam podcast that can be found at samshownation.com yes samshownation.com your home for everything related to the just talk with sam podcast if you go to samshownation.com you can go on the home page and current promotions page you see a donate button right there by hitting that donate button 
Um, this has always been a crowdsource podcast, but it keeps the free fun free. It keeps it free. Knockout server costs. It gives us a chance to do this. And this ain't cheap, man. It's cheaper because of people like you. But we thank you for doing that. So please hit the donate button and give whatever makes you feel like a good person. Also, maybe you want a little bang for your buck. You can always go to samshownation.com. You can hit the store link and you can get all your Just Talk With Sam swag. Whether that be t-shirts, whether that be hats, whether that be stickers. Whatever you want to show off your love for the Just Talk With Sam podcast as you go through your daily life. It's all right there at justtalkwithsam.com. Um, speaking of just talking with Sam, you can always get the podcast right there by going to samshownation.com, hitting that podcast link. And by hitting that podcast link, you can listen to all the great podcasts. You can re-listen to some. You can go through the archives. Whatever you may have missed is right there. But maybe you don't listen to podcasts like that. We're currently available on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, RSS, and um, iTunes. Yes, we are on iTunes, Apple Music, right there. And we encourage people that uses their iTunes and Apple Music to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can go on iTunes. Hey, I really like this podcast. Five stars. Hey, I really... Uh, that guy talks too much. Five stars. It's all right there and all at your fingertips. Spread the word of this podcast because the best way to tell people about the podcast is to actually tell someone about the podcast. Get the word out about that. Uh, we got a few sponsors this week, and we'll jump right into this great interview. Uh, the first sponsor that I have today um, is a goodie, Booking.com. Booking.com via SamShowNation.com. Look, it, we're getting around that time. Um, it's October. We all know the holidays are coming up. You're going to have to visit people. Booking.com, once you go to samshownation.com, you click that link and explore the possibilities to all the booking of which you're about to go. Maybe you're going for the in-laws, maybe you travel for the game, maybe you just want to keep in touch. Booking.com, they got more than just hotels, all right? This ain't just a hotel thing. You could get homes, apartments, um... You can, I mean, like whatever that travels, Booking.com guarantees the best prices of any type of property, whether that just be apartments, boats, castles. You can stay in a castle, a tree house, villa, a yurt, any type of accommodation listed on Booking.com via SamShowNation.com today is more diverse than ever. They have truly international. So maybe you got to cross some water, but Booking.com is available in more than 42 languages, offer over, and I say this with no hyperbole, a million different properties, and over 220 countries. Booking.com has never has booking fees. The offers are free cancellations on most rooms. Booking.com operates in his own in-house customer service team, which is available 24-7-365 to assist guests in whatever language you got and ensure exceptional customer service. They got you covered wherever you're going. Maybe you got you want to go to Puerto Rico, Canada, Cincinnati. I, I don't know why I just threw that out there, but uh, Chicago. Maybe you want to go to Mexico. Um, Ireland, wherever you're going, booking.com got you. But it's getting around that season. Go ahead, start booking early. Beat the rush. Go to booking.com, booking.yeah. Even if you're traveling for work, 
this may not be a leisure thing. You could travel for work and you can get there. Maybe you gotta meet in Sioux City, Iowa. And you just wanna get in, get out. They got you covered. So please go to samshownation.com. Get ready to find deals. Get ready to get up out of here and explore the booking possibilities. Booking.com, booking.yeah, via samshownation.com. Next sponsor. It seems like it just ended. They are back. Preseason has officially started. The NBA store via samshownation.com. Yes, go to samshownation.com. Learn the current promotions page. You can take up to 60% off official NBA gear to get ready for this season. Maybe you want that new fresh LeBron jersey playing for the Lakers. Maybe you are a diehard Cavaliers fan. Maybe you want to get in with the getting is good with the champs, the Warriors. Maybe you like me, you're a homer and you love those Pistons. Maybe for some reason, four of you out there are still rocking with the Clippers. Maybe you want to get that, you know, new Leonard Toronto Raptors jersey and all things in between NBA the NBA store via Samshow Nation got you covered and to celebrate the new season whatever you buy is free shipping on all US orders by putting in the promo code NBAFS at checkout free shipping you may want to hurry up because this is a limited time only and also um, one thing that they're doing this year that I thought this is awesome. Whenever you buy a jersey via samshownation.com, you hit that nbastore.com link. They have what is called trade-resistant jerseys. What is that, you ask? I tell you what that is. Look, the trade American Express got your back um, with trade assurance, not insurance, assurance. Let's say. You go to samshownation.com and you hit the nbastore.com link, right? And then your favorite player that you just bought a jersey for gets traded. It happens. Go back. You let them know. You will get a free replacement jersey of that player in the new team um, within 14 days of the trade of free agency or team trade or anything like that I mean when you use um, an American Express card for your purchases you get the trade assurance for a full year from that purchase date meaning if you if they, they get traded next year I mean you ain't even break in the jersey as long as you bought it within the time of the trade uh, you didn't mean to or a trade just happened all you gotta do Fill out the form when you do it. If um and you'll get you know, they get traded, you find out, you go to samshownation.com, you go to the trade Jersey Assurance FAQ, you file a claim that your favorite person got traded, and within 14 days they will give you a replacement jersey. I thought that was pretty cool. So please go to samshownation.com, hit the NBA store link. Shop as you normally would, and let's get ready for this season. 
Speaking of seasons, let's talk about one that's already in progress. The NFL season is in full swing. But one thing I got to tell you, it's getting cold out there. It's getting a little chippy. And if you want to be on that sideline, you need to bundle up. So they have the sideline collection, the long sleeve stuff, the custom stuff. Maybe you want a couple fleeces. Maybe you want to do, you know, something that's going to keep you warm while you watch the game. Are you in person or maybe you on the couch? They got you covered. Go to samshownation.com. You hit that nflshop.com link and you could get all types of stuff that you need, whether that be um, just because it's getting cold out there. You maybe want a jersey. Maybe you want a sweatshirt. Maybe you want a hoodie. It's all right there for whatever uh, team that you like. I'm a Lions fan. There's a couple of Patriots fans out there. What's up? Uh, there's a couple of Broncos fans, Chiefs fans, Pat Mahomes doing his thing, Bears fans. I see you, Khalil Mack. Uh, you got uh, the Chargers with Phillip Rivers. They're all out there. So please go to samshownation.com. You hit that nflshop.com link and bundle up. And if you put in the promo code sideline at checkout, free shipping. No minimum purchase, but you may want to hurry up because this deal offers. Fa- I mean, this deal closes fast. So please go to NFLShop.com, put in the offer code sideline at checkout for free shipping. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all, Amazon.com. Yes, Amazon.com has everything that you will need from a to z they do they do but one thing that i believe my guests would appreciate if you go to amazon.com via samshownation.com you can click the amazon banner on the home page current promotions page and you put in uh lou fuki and Divine Providence in the checkout. You can get the album Inner Horizons right there. Or if you rock with uh, Tazine and Digging Deeper, which we talk about that a little bit more, you can get an episode, a few episodes of Digging Deeper right there on Amazon. So please check it out. They're all right there. Speaking of checking it out, Amazon does have everything from A to Z, but right now we're focusing on Lou Fuki. And what we are going to do, um, because I do, I, I love the music, and we actually talk a little bit about this before the interview. I'm going to use my Amazon account. I'll play a little, I'll play the cut sunsets, and then we're going to jump right into this interview. See you guys in a few.
talk. All right, was recording. All right, um, put this in the middle of the table against the, against the this. Yeah, against the flower. And we should all be able to hear each other speaking voice. It's all good. Thank you so much. I'm sitting here with Tazine and uh, Lou of Lou Fuki and Divine Providence. Yes. Thank you so much for introducing me to this place. Thank you so much for just being on my podcast. Oh, absolutely. Uh, please tell me a little bit how this all started. Well, it's, it's like a story. It started um, a couple years ago. Um, with me and a couple friends, actually, um, we had the same type of, um, yes, um, how are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, good, yeah. good, thank you. Some water for oh, you. Get water too. Yeah, can you okay. get you, you <laughs> something to drink besides? Um, I will have the, um, watermelon mint juice. Coke. We are fresh out. Okay. All her fault. Okay, uh, strawberry, elderflower, kombucha. Kombucha. Let's do that. Ice. What's ice? Lychee. That's yes. exactly what I was. Yep. Iced tea. Yeah. Tell I, us about it. Them. It's so good. It's like refreshing. It's more floral than it. It's not sweet. So. Okay. It's really full, full flavored. Two of those. Oh, yeah. some sweet though. Um, can you make it sweet? I can bring you honey and sugar. That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Okay, perfect. All right. Are you guys set to order too? I am. Yeah. What are we having? Okay. And the basic breakfast. Okay. Oh, Bob's having just right now because. All right. Thank you guys. You might see the food and change of Oh yeah. That may that may happen. You may want to leave that. You may want to leave that. So, divine providence started maybe three years ago as a concept, right? Mm-hmm. And I was based off of um, certain. Um, um, certain friends I had that um, we all had the same type of um, taste in music tend to be more um, let's see instrumental instrumentally driven uh, improvisation things of that sort and so you know we just got to got to got them together and say hey I, I, I've been working on these um Compositions I've had for years, and let's try to put it together. Okay, um, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Okay. Ooh, that much, man. of sound uh, so that's what we pretty much go um, direction we go for okay and in addition to that uh, some of us particularly myself and my wife consider music as um, a, a spiritual expression I noticed that there is um, 
there is a uh, relaxation, maybe faith vibe to it. Yeah. Um, please go. On. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I overstepped. <laughs> no, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly what it is. Um, it, the consistent reaction we get after our performances is that is people felt like they were at a, a spiritual. Spiritual experience, or, or meditation. Yeah. So, you know, is is that's where we're trying to put people at. At the same time, um, promote unity and solidarity and happiness and things like that. So, I mean, that's what church should be like, right? I mean, you go to church, yeah. you come out, yeah. you feel a sense of um, gratitude, you feel a sense of opening and love and things like that. So that's that's what we want people to experience when we're playing. Okay. Here. And quite honestly, I have uh, pulled my incognito a few times, stuck my head in when y'all have been playing. And there's a mix of not just the spiritual aspect of it too. You guys could actually jam too. So there's there's a like, are y'all feeling it? Y'all alright? Everyone, everyone chill. Now we're gonna turn it up. And then that, that's what happened too. And that le- that like. You, you said the collective of uh, the dance, the soul, the... It's a little bit... You're getting a little bit of everything when you play. Mainly because... Um, and I'm glad you brought this up because that was actually one of my questions. How do people come to you after a gig and they say, like, do they... Because when you play something deeply personal, something that directly has something to do with your faith, is that hard to resonate with other people or do they just... Feel it too, or is it just kind of? I don't think it's uh, difficult for people to resonate with it because um, I'm using a universal approach. I don't say you have to be. I'm not saying you have to be a certain way to under, or to understand it. I think um, as human beings, as people, we all have a um, a common ground, right? And that's the way I like to approach it. You know, there's there's a certain universality in the music I try to, to um, portray. And bring it out, and um, right. so. Do you want me to move it, like, so you guys are under it, or you guys can? Uh, no, we're I'm, I'm you're okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I was just worried it was gonna fall. Yeah, we, we didn't want the ball. I want all the sun I can get. Until <laughs> yeah. we can't get it anymore. All melon and everything. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't want it to break. Thank though. you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. That. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, um, people from all walks of. Um, well, all religions come up to us and, and appreciate the sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, music doesn't have to be such uh, dogmented and, and limited uh, as it as any like religion or um, politics. I mean, I can listen to gospel music and I just feel uplifted. You know, I can listen to. Um, um, I was listening the other day some some uh, Jewish street music. You know, right. and it was like just it's a passion that everyone has. Uh, that needs that's look, searching for that um, that connection to something divine and something great. You know? I think also like we get people coming up to us who will say, "I've never heard anything like that," or "I haven't experienced anything like that." And I think it's because maybe they're in scenes where the music is more like pop music, or the music has like a certain type of. Um, you're welcome. That driven feel, I yeah, guess, like exactly. where, like where it's it's driven by something else. Exactly. You know, and so we definitely get people who come up to us feeling like, 
There are a lot of people that come to our shows who have no idea what to they expect. Have no idea what to expect. <laughs> I am one of those people. <laughs> I mean, to be uh, keep it 100. Yeah. I didn't know um, my journey to you guys before your email, actually. I was, um, we're doing interviews with some of the members of the Detroit music community, and you guys kind of, your name gets passed around. I don't know if you guys know. We have like a feeling we have a feeling that okay someone's listening. There is there is chatter. Uh, we're just like well, um, if you're here, go here, check these guys out, or hey, I like them. And like you're in the jazz, like here's exactly how I got uh, hip to it. My boy Johnny hit me. You like jazz? That immediately, and he just hit me. You like jazz? Uh, yeah. And I'm just question. And like it was almost yeah, like he had the woman. It was like this yeah. is. I want to say this was at your album release party uh, at the Jazz, jazz Cafe. Cafe. Jazz Cafe. Yeah. So like he walked me down, and it was completely unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> like it was just like he just okay. to make sure. He was like, all right. No, so jazz super kind of like it happens perception of what jazz is. Yeah. Like jazz are jazz musicians for the most part are for the best term I can think of right now purist. So when he walked me down, it was like, uh, so you like jazz? <laughs> Check. <laughs> what about live stuff? I'm like, man, just tell me where I'm going. So I showed up. Um, I think you had the young lady with her, Sophia? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah was, Sophia she opened yeah. for us. And I'm like, okay. Because yep. he, he asked me, you like R&B with jazz? <laughs> or do you just like acoustic? And then I saw it, and it was a... Uh, it was a harmonistic vibe, so I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, and I hate doing this, and I and I hate doing musicians. I apologize, uh-huh. comparing other musicians to other musicians. Yeah, yeah. And here's what I got. I'm like, I'm walking out early by do, uh-huh. late in the Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Just sprinkling gospel. Sprinkling. If you can, if you can sprinkle in some Karen Clark Sheard in there, yeah. you'll be all right. Yeah. So, so I'm like, okay, I'm not mad about it. Like, hey, they got album coming out. Okay, and then lo and behold, I got the email from you. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I was yeah. that was something that was going to happen. Yeah, and then. Um, here we are. So, f- since we planned this, I have had a healthy diet mm-hmm. of Lufuki and Divine um, Providence. That's pretty good. much okay. for, what was it, two weeks? Uh-huh. Something like that? And I'm just kind of like, okay, I had to listen to you guys every day uh-huh. and take something from a song, mm-hmm. ask a question, yeah. ask, ask myself those questions, mm-hmm. and now that I'm in front of you, this is where the green piece of paper comes from. Because, <laughs> like... No, I was gone. The useful way. notes. Yeah, like, I listen to, like, re- your music has a way of being reflective, but speaking of the song reflective, let's just jump right into it. Okay. Yeah. That struck me as something ending mm-hmm. or beginning. I didn't know what it was, because maybe it was based on a feeling well, I had. Please tell me about that. The whole album, as a matter of fact, Divine Providence itself, the reason why I named it because the connections we make in life, right? It didn't start from that point. It started from points before that. And it converges into something that's marvelous. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's an artist um, we know called Mama Soul. Uh, she uses the term all the time, she's from Flint. Uh, Hip hop artist. She uses this term all the time. Uh, everything is divine plan. She always say that, and she believes wholeheartedly in that. And ever since I 
heard her perform, that's the way I feel with her. You know, she's living her music. That phrase right there is the uh, the essence of her music, of her life. Everything happens with divine plan. So, and th that's why we're sitting here right now. That's why I brought that, brought that up. So all these all these things that were happening with you, people telling you, it's just setting up meetings like this, right? Right. So when it comes to like the, the records on an album, um, one of them, if if there's a if there's an essence, if there's a record that explains the essence of the albums, it would be Sunsets. Because it signifies um, the ending or the beginning of something. That kind of what yeah. I picked up. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's on continuous. both of our rings. That's the interesting. Sunsets on our wedding rings, both yeah. of us. Huh. So it's <laughs> a continuous. It's, it's, a, um, it's a forever... <clears throat> Horizon, or right. a determined inner horizon. So every song that's is related to that, um, the return is related to that. You know, it's returning to whatever your origin or you're starting something. There's the breaky. Oh yeah. Mm hmm And that bougie. And that bougie. And that bougie. Yes, please. Very much. Yeah. Can I get you anything else right now? Um, oh, sir. I would love to take you down. We'll be right back. So yeah, um, every song in there relates to a certain aspect of sunsets. Right. Uh, so it's as each, a symbolism. As a symbolism of you know, uh, like the return or the shortest route. Shortest route to what? Shortest route to where you want to get to. You know, it can mm -hmm. be that sunset. You know, sunset signifies. I mean, what it does to you when you go to it. Everything's quiet. The only thing you realize, only thing you notice, concentrated on is the sunset. It's so beautiful, you know. So you're anticipating that, you know. Sunrise or sunset. Okay. One of the things, um, especially about the acoustic stuff, I and this is what I gathered during my time. It's, yeah, my mind changed on it, depending on my feeling. I, I, and I'll, I'll be straight, um, during this week, much like everyone, you go through the multitude of emotions, being angry, happy, hungry, hungry is a feeling, um, I mean, like, it is, hey, hey, yeah, I call it what it is, I mean, like, you go through the, so, in my, like, I listen to it, and quite honestly, especially acoustic stuff, it hit yeah. every point. Like there was a yeah. point where I was, and hey, I rocked the ring too. Yeah. Sometimes my wife get on my nerves. It just, it just it, it look. I love her. It's just it's just, the truth. Yeah. It, it, it's just what it is. Yeah. But you sit down. I put on my headphones. I'm preparing to come here. Uh, this was Wednesday. It was something stupid. And I, I want to make sure it wasn't no world enders. It was just something stupid. Yeah. And it just irked me. So I put on the headphones. Sit down on the couch. And I'm just listening. And now I'm calmed down. But inversely, when I was calm, some hyped me up. It made me want to get up and yeah. made me want to do something. Yeah. Whatever that something is. Uh, so I guess when you talk about ending and beginning, uh, and I'm only relating this to the acoustic yeah. jams, if at any given point I'm wrong, tell me. Uh, no, go ahead. Is that intentional? I, see, the thing is, when we play music, this is the power of, like, Instrumentals, right? I can hit a note 
that special to me. Right. But to, it could be 10 people to hear the same note, but it resonates something different. But at the same time, that note could uh, connotate sadness. But it's a different type of sadness when it hits these 10 different people. Right? Right, right. So there is no right or wrong in it because it's all based on the interpretation of the person, you know, mm. how he re how he's receiving it. Um, but there is an underlining, there could be an underlining sadness, but what type of sadness, you know? Um, or sadness happy, you know? Mm. Um, sadness, uh, sadness and, uh, uh, we talk about this all the time. Uh, uh, when you think back, Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Mm. You know, sadness about to, and, and there's healing in sadness, right? It's something that sometimes you have to face and go through in order to move forward. Yeah, you got to address the problem yeah, before you can fix it. it. That's why some of the, the best songs that I like are sad songs, not necessarily happy songs, because mm -hmm. it helps you reflect and it, it can help you also appreciate. You know. Now, here's something I, I'm glad you hit on that. I, I, are you, were you with me while I was writing this out? Um, <laughs> I because, think, I, you know, I'm the trying to like very, okay. very humanistic level. <laughs> All right, when you, you talk about sad songs, that, look, there is a bluesy tinge, there is, and you can't have, the, it's called the blues yeah. without bad stuff happening. Yeah. So there is a strong yeah. blues element coming out of you personally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I would like to ask, and I, I love asking people who write non-traditionally happy songs, let's mm -hmm. put it like that, mm -hmm. um, and that blues, when you feel that sadness or you feel that hurt, mm -hmm. Why? Like, the best answer I gave, there is no wrong answer, but the best answer I gave is, if I'm feeling good, and it's light, and it's sunny out, much like today, um, I'm not standing in the house writing. I don't want to be a part of that. So that's kind of like the thing, and I'm not going to... I'm not going to tell you who it is. I will tell you you know this person. <laughs> but out of the DMC. So please, tell me your... I guess your process, or... Well, do you... Do you in this case, you're absolutely right, mm -hmm. as far as my experience. Blue is dedicated to loss. Right? Which is the last song on the album. Yeah. And it's related to loss with the hoping of uniting with it at the end. So it could be the loss of a loved one. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, in a, in a, when you have a dream, cry and you just and it's boiled up and you really can't get it out mm -hmm. you're trying to get it out but you just can't get it out and right. it's just, or it could be a scream that you want to scream so loud because it's not because you're scared it's because of the emotion and sadness that you feel you need to let out but you can't let it out right that's the emotion I wanted to come out in that song um, you know because I've, I've lost a lot in the last few years you know the only way to convey it, even more than words, is sound. Right. Right. A lot of minor chords in that song. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of minor chords. Yeah. 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 So yeah. just go ahead, just go, yeah. just, just yeah. go, put it out there. Yeah. A lot of minor chords. The whole thing. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're right. Okay. And like when you see, I mean, I get it because there is a. 
pardon the pun, light at the end of the tunnel. There is, because, yeah, there are songs like Lost in there, but there are songs that bring, like I said earlier, happier feelings, happier tinges, mainly because it's not... You're going from real life experience. You're not being a downer for the sake of being a downer. You're not... Um, God, like, like the emo yeah. movement, yeah. like yeah, where it's not like, okay. it's, it's not like that. There, that's one. Well, the thing, yeah. the thing with so songs that I won't even call them sad songs, but songs that have minor tones and Got it. more emotional tones, mm -hmm. is that they're more genuine. <laughs> because when you feel a positive emotion, when you feel happy. It's easy to share that with people. It's mm -hmm. easy to smile. It's easy to talk about the sun shining. It's easy to fake, too. It's easy to fake it, too. What's harder is being real and saying, listen, I'm feeling something. Mm. And it comes across that way. I think that's why those type of songs really resonate with all of us as humans. Because it's the human experience, but we just, we're not used to talking about it with everybody. Okay. And then, and that's real. That's real. Mainly because it's something that's held personal. It, it is. Absolutely. Um, I hate to quote the great Badu. Y'all are artists, and y'all sensitive about y'all shit. Yeah, it is yep. what it is. Yep. So if you're gonna come with me and tell me about a personal experience, you want to make sure that I am along for that journey on the bandwagon, and that makes sense. So far, so good out here. Good. I don't know what happens to my waffles. <laughs> so I'm with it. I'm with it. Now here's some. I mean, the album's been out. How has the feedback been off the album? We're. It's amazing. I love it. It's it's amazing because um, you're. Reaction. It's the same reaction. It's the same type of reaction. Type of reaction we're hearing from everyone. Mm -hmm. like, um, which is very flattering. Which is very flattering, <laughs> and it makes me feel um, mission accomplished because of what I wanted to um, um, show. Mm -hmm. I think I've accomplished it as far as uh, that intention. Okay. Um, so that's the reaction we're getting. We, it's the same reaction. Okay. It's literally the same rant. Maybe not as in depth because we're actually sitting here talking about it. Oh, oh we go deeper. Yeah. I'm just, uh, like, if you won't, I'm trying not to let the cat out of the bag. That's okay. That's okay. Like, because, yeah. like, I, if I sat here and just discuss process, I don't want to, It's like a spoiler. Because, um, I don't know if you know this or not, I'm a comic book fan. And I live by this rule. And so you know, the old school Marvel rule. Every comic book is someone's first comic book yeah. and I kind of equate that to podcast so every podcast is someone first foray in the podcast and even let's go deeper every podcast in which I'm talking to an artist is their first foray of learning who you guys are so if I was to sit here and break down your entire process about what does what who shot John yada yada split they will feel this well we've already heard the album I know everything and, yeah, and this is, this <laughs> and if this was ever a tagline to your album, you don't listen to it. You experience it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This ain't no. Oh, I'm gonna hear two two cuts on the way to the store. Sit down. You are sitting down. You have got yeah. to be listening and to the whole thing. I did it. I went on Spotify. That's yeah. And I sat down uh -huh. for an hour and some chat. A little, a little less than an hour. Uh -huh. a little, right, right about that. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because I listened to a few twice. Uh -huh. So let's just say yeah. over an hour. Okay. Yeah. 
and I was just like, okay, you have to hear the whole thing. Yeah. And there is storytelling in words, and that's why, and storytelling in sounds. That's why I wanted to bring out the acoustic stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, well, that was. I have a friend. I have, yeah, it was, it was intentional flow. Yeah. When my friend came out, right? I had him. Um, he's a poet. Okay. And I said, I have these songs. I need something from it. I need something from you. About the, um, about the about the song or what it's about, and he just responded from that. Now, the amazing thing is, okay, this is this wasn't a well thought of plan as far as this wasn't a long term plan. <laughs> usually, the, yeah, yeah, usually this is like, like a week before every morning. Okay, and I would not have known that had you yeah. not said that. Yeah, and the recording was the first time it was done. All, right. all those like, were one take. Okay, one take Lou. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right here. I mean, even the songs themselves, they were one take in that yeah. that song was recorded and it's, every it's person was playing live. Everything recorded live. Mm -hmm. There's no overlapping of tracks yeah. except for my backing vocals. Yeah, because she had a cold that day and she had to go out the next day. Okay, but still, if you did that all in one take, yeah. now I understand you got a cold, you want to sound your best. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. But... Come on, man. Yeah, it's just, I mean. And what came out that day was something that we did not even expect. Like The cold or the song? No, the song. Okay. <laughs> the cold we were holding. The, uh, the, the songs themselves. What came out that day? I'm sorry. I could have been with you. There was just, there was something really special and beautiful about that day of recording where we all just brought it and when we would finish doing a track we'd look at each other like dang did that just happen right now what you do guys look around the room y'all hit record right y'all did hit record right well the smart thing the guy he just had on record he had the whole thing on record okay even the in-between stuff so what we did was like we rented an Airbnb place shout out to Willis Sound okay Gypsy they have an Airbnb place Next to the recording studio. Oh, okay. A, a converted church. So we said, okay, we got these practicing these songs for like maybe six months. We're gonna um, live here. We're gonna live here, mm -hmm. and we're gonna get it down on the weekend. On the last day of the weekend, we're gonna go in there and just knock it out. That's what happens. And you know, it's just that we we focus a lot on improvisation, right? So a lot of things like in blue, that was. Unexpected. Even the song we turned in the, in the, the, the rebuttal, all those were unexpected and spontaneous. Every, everything was, but of all things, that one and blue and the return was something that we did not anticipate it to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, here's, and I, I surmise that because you guys have a jam band feel. So improv will show up, mainly because I've seen you guys twice live. Not the same show. Not the same song. Listen to the album. Not the same song. Not the same song. I mean, it, it right. is what it is. I, there are elements of it. The structure. The structure. But there is a... Um, 
a comfortable looseness I like about it where it's just sort of like hey we can do this you feeling it right now we're gonna go off whatever your vibe is and there are some times where you guys are so in sync with each other where like here's and correct me if I'm wrong when you play bass and when you play and you're on drums those are the only two people who know time those are the only two people but in at the jazz cafe, as well as um, God, what was that? Uh, it's not RSVC. I'm I, I'm blanking on it. Whatever. Second time, um, you're, I always look at the bass player. I always look at uh, the, the drummer. And both people, they both had to look at each other. You got this, right? You got this, right? And we're like, you guys did your own thing, and they both had that look. We're good, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's 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 like a millisecond. Yeah. And you guys were able to freestyle. They had your back. And vice versa. When they wanted to show off their skills, you guys. So I love the fact that you guys were in sync with each other like that. And it's not talking. It's eye movements. It's a little wink at best. It's it's a head nod. Head nod. It's a it's a point. I think I saw you point once. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go. He'll point, and then I'll turn to the person directly because I want to hear what they're about to say. Which like, helps the audience. Like, Tazine, what you do, you are at best one of the best, I guess, conductors on who to listen to. Because I don't know if That's you do this on purpose. Yeah. But you would act like one of us in a crowd. I want to just hear this guy. And, and like, like, you would be playing, and then you're just like, oh, okay. What do you have to say? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean, you have to enjoy. If you don't enjoy your band, mm-hmm. you should look for a new band. You guys are having fun up there. Yeah, it's almost like the the expressions. Granted, you guys are playing sad songs, uh-huh. but there is a vibe of, oh my God, we're getting away with this. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. We're getting away with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is like, there's like, uh, uh, you're you're smiling. There's like this element of surprise. There is. Yeah. It, not not in a bad way, but in a good way. It's sort of like, oh my God, they love herself. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds so. At the jazz cafe, actually. Like, his, no. His solo on return. I was looking at him, really enjoying it. Then I looked at the audience. I was like, Are you listening to this? <laughs> there is like a. I only assume, and correct me if I'm wrong. I only assume, especially at the jazz cafe. We're going to use that day. There was like a vibe of like pride, but you had to like accept, You know, strong face, strong face. Had to be tuned in. I had to be. I had to be locked in. That's I gotta, most I gotta of the reason in. why he's always turned around. Your back is to yeah, the audience. I, I, most I hardly ever look at the audience. This is like one of the rules you're <laughs> not supposed to do. <laughs> I know. You will never look I'll at do the Miles Davis thing. I don't, you know. Hi, y'all. Okay, let's play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I only... I just thought, hey, he he's having a moment. He, he's really feeling this. It's coming from his heart. But now... It's on, every time. On, it's on, on closer inspection, yeah. yeah. it's just... Is it a self-preservation thing? Is it a stage fright thing? Um, it. You watch basketball? Yeah. Remember Kobe Bryant was? They were. Um, it was after Shaq left. And they were. Ring three. Yeah, a couple years after after he made it to the finals. Right. Well, he was on his way to make it to the finals. Right. This would have been the third ring. Yeah. And um, he was sitting. He was ready to get in the game. He was sitting on the bench. You know, the bench, the, the uh, score bench without him. Yeah. Yeah. So, and 
Chris Rock was there. And Chris Rock was trying to tell him, trying to tell him jokes. And Kobe Bryant did not acknowledge him whatsoever. Yeah. Because he was so he wanted to be so in tune in the game that he wanted no distraction. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's what he said after um, I understand it's funny, you know, but yeah, it's just like but you know, I'm on this thing, you know. Okay. So it's not disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's, it's, it's intense. So, it's it's yeah. wanted to be so in tune with what you're doing. That because if you're not connected, you can't give the show that people expect. I get that. Or not expect or not something. Not only that, I think it's the authenticity that you're looking yeah. for. Right. You yeah. have to be plugged in in order to in. be. Now that's interesting because I I did not know that. Um, I always looked at it the other way. Mm. Where you guys such such a have a rapport with each other, and in turn have a rapport with the crowd, yeah. that you are purposely not being influenced by them. Yeah, you yeah. you can't. That's true too. And I thought you would move with the wavelength of the crowd, so you would do the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So like turning your back to them is like, hey guys, I need to finish yeah. that. <laughs> guys, hey guys, it's um, I like, I envision this, how the process works. Whatever we receive, we give. Right. And they give it back. And so it's like a feeding thing. But if you don't see it, you cannot be influenced by it. Yes. The eye could be a distraction. The eye could be a distraction. That's why some artists, not only to look cool, they wear glasses to make that separation. Right. So they won't be distracted by, if they look at something, that person won't think, they're looking at them because you know when you see an artist jamming, yeah. you're looking at the person. They're not looking at the person. That person is just a focal point. Well, that's also done with lighting tricks too. Yeah, like um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah. you know, like when you light, you only light was the first two rolls of the crowd. Yeah, mm -hmm. because anything else will throw you off. And even from there, yeah. um, some artists um, needed to be pitch black to some degree because. Yep. If I'm looking at no. someone eating Twizzlers, yeah. at the minimum of my say, yeah, I mean like on their phone, I, see, on I, their phone. Um, I forgot what, what concert, what artist it was. The, the artist stopped. Turn to the person. Turn to the person and said, "Why are you texting during my show?" Yep. I'm like, why are you? It's just that person texting. It, it's distracting. Yeah. Like I've seen it and I've been a part of it. I've been backstage when it happened. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily. The texting, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like, we all have smartphones. Uh -huh. The second you turn on your phone, there's a beam of light yeah. Yeah. that you yeah. cannot ignore. Yeah. You can yeah. see that regardless uh -huh. of the stage. If you're in a balcony, mm -hmm. if you're, water, if yeah. it's a pitch black room, but I see that beam of light show yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because you're texting. So I'd rather not be, I don't want to be distracted. I want to be. Miles Davis will come on stage and barely acknowledge. <laughs> they said Miles Davis is a jerk too, but <laughs> but but he might have at that time he wanted to be totally concentrated on, on what he wanted to do because uh -huh. when you're wearing the mantle of one of the greatest musical yeah. geniuses ever, true. Yeah, you kind of set the bar high yeah. when I walk out. Like so, yeah, I can't and, be and distracted. It, and it happened. It happens to him off the stage. He didn't want to be distracted because his mind was on something something else so great. Any distraction would cut it off. Mm -hmm. And that's why sometimes he was very blunt with people like He had to be. I'm trying to think here. You know, shut the you know yeah. you know because he had to say that because people were like, oh Miles, I wanna give you a hug. I'm gonna you know no well, oh man. You gotta look. 
when you create okay. something kind of blue, mm-hmm. probably one of the greatest albums. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It says if I was from another planet and someone said, "What is jazz music?" Uh-huh. Someone probably will slide me that out. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have that, not necessarily late in your career, uh-huh. like where you. Yeah, you brought up Miles, and I, 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 I find myself just watching nothing but documentaries. He, before he died. Now look this up. Fact check me if you got to. It, it's awesome. One of the people he wanted to collaborate with, because he the burden was too tough on him. He wanted to collaborate with Niles Rogers, mainly because he never had a pop record. So this is around the time Sheik, Lafree. That's when they was really hitting their stride. So Miles would like go to him. Yeah, yeah I want a disco record. And Niles Rogers looked at him. No, you don't. No, you don't. And that was one of his biggest regrets that he never took him up on his offer because, like, it was. We talk about Miles. We talk about whatever. Miles knew he was at the end of his life, and he felt that he. He wouldn't be remembered in the zeitgeist. Yeah, you could make some kind of blue. You could be one of the greatest jazz musicians. You could be known for being, uh, if for nothing else. Yeah. Um, even even your low point was like awesome. No junk, no soul. Yeah. And dudes immediately on drugs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. No junk, no soul. And we all collectively did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll let you slide, Miles. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when you wanted a pop album, apparently everyone looked at him as a joke because you. Get, his biggest fear, and this came out in a uh, Niles Rogers do, uh, documentary a while ago. He said one of the biggest fears that he had that he would collaborate with him, uh-huh. and then Miles would put him on blast. Like, man, I was joking. <laughs> and he was just like, he couldn't have one of his heroes do that to him because yeah, um, he was known to crush him. Crush him, yeah. If that would have happened, we would not have gotten all the greatness from Niles Rogers. So he, even though he regrets it to this day, it's funny you brought that up because I, I just watched it. What was it, Thursday? Yeah. Is that like Netflix, the. Um, God, was it one session? Really? The I gotta check it out. It's you gotta check it out. It's one set. It's it's called one session, oh. and it's they all have them there now. Niles Rogers, it's TLC. Really? It's uh, Noel Gallagher from well, all, well, Flying Birds Oasis, and they just got a bunch of artists, and it's almost like a retrospective. Wow. And it's called one set. It, it you will go down this rabbit hole. Uh-huh. Um, even now, like uh-huh. current day TLC, which shouldn't uh-huh. exist because there's no ale. But like you're watching Chili, like uh-huh. you still got it. <laughs> like that's what you're doing. You're watching this, like so, and also. I don't know if they mean to do this, but at least three of them, they all have a Miles Davis story. I, I highly recommend. That is your afternoon. I have no idea what you have planned on today. Please, it's, it's called, like, once, it's something Sessions. And it's just, it's on Netflix. It's just one. And, like, the one on Niles Rogers I watched last uh, Thursday because they were talking about the new album that came out last Friday? Uh-huh. So they were in, they, they talked about 
like, why are you still trying to do this? Why You, you have nothing else to prove. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I do. I never got a Grammy. <laughs> Straight up. And I'm like, Straight up. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm arguing. I'm yelling at the TV. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then. Part of it comes from. Then Googled it. No, he has not. Uh, even if he did, though. Uh-huh. I think part of it comes from being an artist. There's never, we were talking about this today, there's never a point where you have arrived. You shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like, there's always room for growth. There's always room for something new. There's always, that creativity will always flow. Yeah. And it's scary to think that, like, that could end, you know? So even when you reach that high point when people are just like, oh my God, they made it to you know, mm -hmm. that level. For them, it's like, yeah, I made it to this level, but I'm thinking about reaching the stars. I'm thinking about something else yeah. beyond that. It's the party scenario. Like, um, yeah, one of the things yeah. I, as just as a podcaster, aspiring funny man, or whatever I am, to whatever you guys are, is the party rule. If you ever, just based on creatives, if you are a creative, and you go to a party, and you feel comfortable, you are no longer a creative person. And I take that to heart because I have I have gone to parties. Actually, full disclosure, I'm going to one when I leave here. Um, my sister-in-law is a birthday, and we're going to a birthday party. And I love her. This is family. And I still feel uncomfortable. If you don't have that little, I gotta do something in you, you are no longer creative. Like like, like, like uh, I have to be doing something else. I'll no, tell you why though, because we host we host some parties with mm -hmm. our close friends, but our parties are always jam sessions because we have a music room. Exactly. So and, you see and the, the task cam is always on record because yeah. you never know what song is going to come out of that. Yeah. But that goes back to what I was saying. You got to do something. Yeah. If you're just sitting among the fray like and you're just um, yeah. feel comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're no longer, it's not enough yeah. Yeah. Because you want that next level God, we're, creative people are just divas <laughs> Because you want that You you want that extra, whatever that extra is you're Even if it's something get it out. You're trying to wring it out <laughs> Every drop And it's never enough It's never enough, it's like a, a, a forever um, It's a chase thirst. It's a chase, yeah. oh it is Yeah Creative people are the most thirsty people yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah, we are because be inspiration for everything. It's all what because we focus while, especially in the crowd. And tell me if you're guilty of this because I am. I wouldn't ask you something. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> when like I get up and sometimes when we have live podcasts and I grab the mic, whatever. I do not focus if it's, that room has a hundred people that I'm talking in front of. I do not focus on 99. I focus on that one. Yeah. I focus on that one that's on the phone. I yeah. focus on that one that's texting. Yeah. I focus on, um, I have looked at, and I am guilty of it, um, iTunes reviews, whatever. Oh, you did good. You did good. That one guy, that one girl. It could have been better. And I am the most thirsty guy ever. Hey, what do you mean it could have been better? Like, not to me. I let it go. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you have to... I'm the biggest critic of my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm always like she said. We turn on the record button, and I go back and listen to it. Yep. Every time. Every time. Just to see what I've done and where I was and the possibilities of, of sound. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's like sometimes it's like I can't believe I did that. Yep. And that lets me know I was in that moment. Right? So, 
and I'm criticizing myself. Well, though that was a wrong note, yeah. or you know things like that. Uh, you know, yeah. Pharmacies, you always go back. You're always, always in your head. Critique yourself because it's about. Um, it's about hitting those levels, you know, rising higher, and higher. There's no limit, right? As long as you open for it, you know. Can I ask this question? Can you take a compliment? Can I that, that's one of my biggest struggles. Compliment? Can you take a compliment? Uh, uh, yes or no? Because after, after show, we always just praise God. Yeah, yeah, I, I praise God. But people saying, if I ask how was it, they might say great things like that. I don't take it. It's not like I don't take a full heart. I appreciate it, mm-hmm. but I don't take it to heart as if, okay, I done a hundred percent job. Mm-hmm. No, this always run for yeah. it. Yep, yeah. that's, 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 you might have enjoyed. It. I appreciate it, but I still need to do more. And that's where I'm at. Like I ask this question, I I mm-hmm. I call it robot mode. Mm-hmm. Like after some we do, we just. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Hey, man, you did good. Yeah, man, whatever. Like, like I almost treated it. It's not an insult, and I understand yeah. it. Yeah. It's just I'm in my head about something so minute yeah. that you don't know about. Yeah. The only reason you know about it is I brought it up. Yeah. Okay, and before we get out of here, I would be remiss if I am sitting in front of you, Tazine, mm-hmm. and not bring up Digging Deeper. <laughs> Mainly because I have went down the YouTube rabbit hole. I have watched <laughs> both seasons. Really? Um, not all together, though. I will say, here's some people you would talk to in the world of activism, uh, social change. I, you would talk to someone that I've talked to, or vice versa, or someone I'm getting ready to talk to, and I find myself doing this. Uh, can't ask that question. Uh, uh, can I, uh, uh, can, and I would. Of course you can, because they may not answer the on their emotions. I can't time. when we talk about like I do this, and I'm just kind of like, oh, she did it way better than I could. I'm I'm 100 serious. So when I watch the season of it, there's almost like a checklist of okay, here's my question. You see my green notebook? It is just me. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I instinctively did not watch. It's in my save in my phone, watch later folder of the one you did with Lou. Because I'm like, nope. <laughs> you're not doing. You're not doing it to me. Not again. Not again. Because because I saw it and I just would not do it. Because I was like, I. So I'm down one. It's in the. And if you think I'm joking, here's my phone. You can you can look at it. It's right here. It's in the watch later because you're not you're not going to do it to me again. You're not. Gonna, so you can watch afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, I will. And it's just a fun time, honestly. Like it is. Because you know this because you're doing podcasts. You yeah. learn so much from each artist that you talk to because mm-hmm. everyone's got something different to share. They've got these gems. They've got always just something mind blowing. Always something mind blowing. Something just so profound. And I feel like every episode, we finish the episode as soon as we click end. We look at each other and we're like, "Wow, that was really dope." Like I didn't know what was going to yeah. like. You have some sort of like with most of the artists that I talk to, we have some sort of idea because there's a topic, right? There's mm-hmm. a theme for each one. So that is have, something that I'm not master. And it, so we have an idea of. Oh, there, yeah, there. Yep. We have an idea of this is what it's going to be like. What if we just put it? We have an idea of what that topic's going to be, mm-hmm. and some of the basic guidelines that we want to talk about and they want to bring up. But I just leave it as an organic conversation. Sometimes you're going to veer off, and sometimes you're going to come back. You 
it's just this sometimes all the time all right it's gonna happen all the time <laughs> and and that's the beauty of it because in those moments it's like a freestyle of conversation and in mm. those moments something beautiful is gonna come out. and i love it because not only do you guys talk about music that's usually where it starts yeah where it ends up is well who knows yeah. who knows where it's but gonna go, yeah there's a free exchange of ideas and I can vibe with that mainly because you find yourself and speaking from personal experience and watching you, you learn something you didn't know. Yeah. You Always. every time and you have this like man, I, I, like sometimes especially when you know someone, man, I didn't know you was that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I see you all the time. Yeah, where is this all the time? Is that yours? Like you, you That's the thing though, like everyone has this Everyone has such depth, you know, to them, and it's just a matter of giving yeah. the space and honoring it. And not not just not just the people that we interview, it comes out right. It comes out right, but it isn't some of the people that we actually admire. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, artistically, artistically, and what they're doing. So, um, and we might have had a short conversation about the subject before, and just expounding on it because it's something that we want to know know more of, you know, something we could take from them and exchange in front of the audience and take it with us and use it in our lives. And many times after we finish that hour-long conversation, the guest will stay for another yeah, couple yeah, hours. Yeah, because it's not, it's not done. It's not. There's so much more yeah, to talk about. Like, we had uh, one stay till like midnight, dude. Yeah. 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 And we talk about what we talked about in the podcast. Right. It's extended. It's more, it's even more relaxing. Social videos. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Why we eating and having coffee or whatever or yeah. treats. You know, it extends way beyond an hour. Yeah. But I, like I said, I couldn't yeah. sit across from you and not bring that up. I, I, I love it. I will. I will get others to subscribe. I will, because it's a good talk. It's, it really is. If for nothing else, it's a good talk. It's a great exchange of ideas. And we're getting towards that time with my podcast. I want to say this. I have people that I sit across from. I, it's double F rule. Listeners of my podcast know what it is. You guys maybe not. Friends or fans, and I feel as though I'm both right now. Man, this is a great conversation. This is new old friends. Yes. That is. I like that. Thank you for turning me on the folk. New old, uh, but nothing yeah, else. Everybody who's listening. If, if, I, if, if I don't take nothing else from this, <laughs> this was awesome. Best brunch place ever. I've noticed. Yeah. I ch- New old friends, that's what I said. And what I will do, I will purposely not tell my wife about this. <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm just going to wake up one morning. Let's go to brunch. Let's just, and I'm just going to do this. And I, I look, I'm shady. I will take all the credit beforehand, afterwards. All right, all right, all right. Until she hears the podcast. No, she, here's what she's going to do. I, I will... I will, and I hope, you know, I will hope she didn't listen to it beforehand because, and then, and then I will say, yeah, all right, all right, in all seriousness, we, we went here before, listen to this episode, yeah, yeah. No, I, I will because I can't hold water. I'm, I'm just going to be like, the guilt get to him. I'll just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, I, I learned. I learned about this place because I went there and they got me on the spot and I just really wanted to share it with you. No, no, she'll see right through that. She'll see right through that. Like, she'll see right there. I, I have she the. Uh, she you gotta know the right words. No, like, I would have to really I like see to that too. I, I would. 
I need to make I it know, seem. It would be, if I yeah. said that to you, you'd be like, I'm like, mm-hmm, 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 I know mm-hmm. you want to go there. So, matter of fact, I do that anyway. Yeah. He did that today because he was places like, and this is a, wait a minute. You went there without me first? <laughs> yeah. And you know, oh, wait, no, we were in the air. Uh, uh, no. The bottom line is, you went without me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have that too because uh, I have what is called the, uh, the Tasha rule. The Tasha rule, that's my wife. The Tasha rule is this. I don't bring her to a restaurant I love uh-huh. unless I'm in danger of losing it. Uh-huh. So if I found that like this, I can I can bring it to folk any any time because uh-huh. this is not me. Yeah, I, uh-huh. you guys turn me on to this. Yeah, but with her, if I found something, uh-huh. mine is this. All right, now, <laughs> all right, like she's not. I, it's such an irrelevant uh-huh. fear. Yeah, it's it does not mean anything, but there is a vibe like. Uh-huh. Please don't mess this up. <laughs> Please don't mess this up. Please don't mess this up. Or, like, you have such great of a time uh-huh. where it's a, completely irrational. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no... All right, I hope you don't do nothing when, you, when they chase their by. <laughs> Ours is just like, That's funny. as soon as we like a place, we can't go to it without the other. That's beautiful. We just yeah. get upset with each other if we yeah, do. Go without. There's like, like a couple. There's a handful of spots that are like our go-to spots, yeah. and if one of us finds out that the other went to mm. it, it's over. We have an amendment to the to the Tasha. The amendment is this: for some reason, if this irrational fear is this, I will order something and bring it back oh. if I go. True. Okay. Like there are times like you can't be with me. Yep. If you're feeling something or you're hungry or something, I will go bring it back because you weren't physically able to go. Exactly. So long as she knows about it beforehand. Exactly. Yeah. See, I would see that as an offering mm. of lessening my wrath. <laughs> It's an olive branch. I'll tell it you that. It, it is. Let me tell you, it works. It, it works. It's like, time. okay, you went there without me, you but you want to bring me something. But you brought me something back. So you were so thinking you, of me. Yeah. Exactly. Or is it like an appeasement? It's a little. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's a. It's if a I know you would want to be here. So I'm I know you would want to be here. That's appreciate it. That's appreciate it. But I yeah. can't physically bring you here. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring something that you enjoy back. Yep. But I did go. Yeah. We were like, well, we. But I thought about it. I did. I did go. I did go, and I did think about you, and I did think about the fact that you'd be upset about this. That's beautiful. Like, there you go. So I'm in this right here for it to stop button. I wish you guys must. Success. I will much. on this podcast. It's not just going to be us talking. I'm going to play some cuts. If, if it's okay <laughs> yeah, with you guys, I am going to talk amongst it. I'm going to talk up your album because I like it. Mainly because, bro, I'm just going to listen to it anyway. Uh, but I would thank you so much for just being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it.